is it, episode 507, No Laugh Track Podcast, here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is Justin Severson, the host who gets to be here, a lucky guy, each and every week to hang out with people like this, one of my favorite people that's here almost every year. We've missed a few. Let's yeah, not get into that. we've missed a couple of days. It's Kevin Bozeman's here. He's back. What's KB. going on? How are you? Very good. Very, very good. You know, I, I would recognize you without the KB hat, but... I expect it, and I'm glad you never change. You always have the KB hat on I when I see you. If, if somebody's got to represent my brand. Yeah. There's right? a lot of people with KB, with the initial KB, that's trying to get one of these. And no, but then it was even worse that people that want the hat and their name is not KB at all. I was just like, you know, your initial's not even there. If I just want a hat, I go now. I don't even know what the negotiations starting thing is if, you're not, if you don't have the same initials as me. When, when people see you wearing uh, the KB hat, like on an airport or something, does anybody go, oh, let me guess, uh, Castle Rock? They always ask me like, what the KB stands for. Because K is, like, what stands for K? Everybody always thinks it's more more than, like, more than not, I get kind bud. <laughs> of course. Yeah, KB. Kind bud. Of course. Of and course. I don't correct them. No. <laughs> Whatever they say. That's right, yeah. Big fan of the toy store. That's right, yeah. KB toy store. <laughs> Kind, but whatever, whatever. It's a throwback to whatever the Whatever <laughs> it takes for you to not have a conversation with me, <laughs> I will agree to. Well, well, along those lines, when you get in a uh, Uber and they ask you what you're in town for, do you say? No, very seldom. Very seldom do I tell people what it is I do. Unless I see like a, a benefit toward it. But more than likely, I'm, I just tell people I do. I don't even tell people... I do comedy. I, I tell people I teach. Teach? Mm hmm Well, I guess technically, yeah. you have taught. I have, and I still do. So I, it's, I'm not like, it's not like I'm lying to them. I just would rather not get into a conversation. Except for they it's go, so weird. It's except so for weird. when they ask what you teach, and then you have to make up another story. Writing. <laughs> it's just as far as they're going to deep. You just Which is, vague, yeah. vague, 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 vague. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I teach, like, every answer is just a subtle little way of saying... Leave me alone. <laughs> Conversation Without being done. rude, leave me alone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so by the time we get, this isn't going to, uh, the, the show is sold out. So me mentioning Taylor Swift being in town versus Kevin Bozeman is not going to send people to go see Taylor Swift over Kevin Bozeman. No, 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 no. But I think, I think it's a, on a talent spectrum, it's a fair, it's a, it's balanced. That's what it's I was getting she's got a little, She's got a bigger, a little bit bigger fan base, but it's balanced on the talent so I was looking on the secondary market right now for the shows this weekend. An obstructed view ticket right now. You can get a, uh, you know, these secondhand sites. $600 for a bad view. Or, or, or you could just play our CDs and look at a poster. Yes. I like it. Just download some, some Google images and play our albums. And we, Same thing. And we have uh, seating here. There's still a few seats left for Kevin Bozeman at yes. Acme. Yes. Yes, come out and support. Much better. We're bank. basically selling air conditioning right now because uh, <laughs> it's hot as fuck out there. Uh huh. And if you'll notice, uh, if you're watching the uh, the video of this, we're comfortable. I'm comfortable. Super you're comfortable. comfy. Yeah. Super comfy. Uh huh. I might just stay here until showtime. I mean, I mean, I might. This might might not be the wardrobe to to rock, but <laughs> have you ever performed? Do you perform in shorts ever? Do nope. you have a rule against that? Nope. No shorts. No shorts. No shorts. Like, I don't, I don't dress up besides matching hat and shoes. Come on. But other than that, 
No shorts. When's the last time you wore a suit on stage? Oh, yeah, great. Uh, probably last year I was uh, doing a, um, a uh, corporate tour in Canada. So I was wearing suits. And then sometimes I, on a cruise ship, I might rock a rock a, a blazer. Just that is, was lead. I was just going to bring that up. So I saw on your uh, schedule, you got some two, uh, yeah cruise, cruise ships, ships coming is up. What, cruise ships is like um, you ever see uh, Lord of the Rings, like in the end when uh, Frodo didn't actually die, they just sent him off to a ship. <laughs> That's how it is for comics. They just, we don't actually, our career's not over. They just send us off to cruise ships. Stop. To go out there. No. <laughs> they do. They do. No, I, I like doing them because I pick and choose which ones I want to do. Yeah. Um, when I want to work on my clean sets, it's always good to do to do those ships. And then there's also there's some places that I want to go to, and then I can just go on somebody else's dime. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I I want to go to Casamel. I don't have to put, like now I no longer have to to plan this whole trip. I just work for the cruise ship and then they send me to Casamel. How long is a normal uh, trip for you on those? Four to six days. Four to six days. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's real short. Yeah. It's no different than coming to Minneapolis and doing a week at Acme. Really. Four days. Right? Yeah. Four days. There's really no difference. Easy peasy. Two shows a night though. No. Right? Two shows. That's it. Yeah. Total. One what? night. Yeah. I do two shows and I'm and I'm out, son. I'm and then out you them, have free I'm time. I'm out in them boat streets. What a deal. It's not, it depends on the cruise ship you work with. I just lucky with the with the cruise ship that I'm that I'm with. I wouldn't I wouldn't take uh a cruise that's gonna make me do five and six shows a week. I'm not there to work. Yeah. Ah, there you go. <laughs> when, uh, yeah, people, I went on one cruise years ago, my, uh, my first honeymoon. And, uh, I re I don't remember. I think we didn't see a comedy show. Uh, but I remember, yeah, like some people, do people dress up when they're coming to see you, I guess, at the, like sometimes, sometimes they have all sorts of things. You know, people want to, people want to live their life. It's just like the cruise ships are like little cities. Yeah. And people are there living there. They got fancy restaurants, dancing, ballroom dancing. I'm telling you, they legit fill up every hour from like 1 a.m., like from 7 a.m. to 1 a.m. There's literally something to do. They just every day there's a itinerary slid under your door about all the things that you can do for the day. No, I'm sure you take advantage of the buffets that are available to you. Uh, what, somewhat. It depends, man. Like I don't I pack a lot of protein bars and then I eat a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Cause I feel safe. International peanut butter and jelly. I just feel safe. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not going a deep dive into the buffet. I'm just, I just, I haven't been a buffet dude. Like I'm a dude, like now I'm at the age where I have to, if I'm gonna eat a bad meal, I gotta, I gotta know a week, weeks in advance. Like I gotta prepare. <laughs> I gotta prepare that I'm, this, this one bad meal. I'm like, all right. Like Sunday, I got plans to hang out with some friends and eat pizza. Okay. And I, and so like I just been preparing, just Caesar salads. Salmon, like no, like no, no bread or anything, because I know, like I got my bread for the month coming on Sunday. Damn, are you gonna share this pizza? Or is it just all yeah, yours? yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna share it for sure. So yeah, that's that's just how you gotta. Pull. Final question about the cruise ships, the open bar. Do you have access? Do you have access no, to that? No, I get discount there, but I don't. I just don't. Uh, 
I don't. It's weird because if I go to the bar, so that means I gotta I gotta see the people that <laughs> I just performed for, and then those are just fifty fifty. That's gonna be an awful conversation to a to a mediocre conversation. Very yeah, they, seldom are they like, oh, I'm glad I sat here sure. for you to tell me your thoughts on my comedy and your thoughts on comedy. I'm so glad that I was able to to hear your opinions about what you think the state of comedy is. Thank God. And then they could, you know, you could try to walk away and they could literally follow you home. They could literally follow me <laughs> to my room. What floor are you on? Come what on, floor man. Are you on? Where are you at? <laughs> Come on, man. Where are you at? You want to do some shuffleboard later? No, thanks. No, thanks. So I saw, did you drive to town? I did drive to town. I drove to town. I normally fly in. So, uh, but I'm, but when I'm creating material, my best way to create material is to drive in a car and just talk to myself. So I'll, I'll drive, get a coffee, crank the music up, get hyped, and then I'll turn the music down and just slowly just let my mind drift to wherever it is it's going to drift to. Like I'm not like, I'll just start free-flowing. I'll just start talking. I'll turn my uh, phone on, record, and just talk and then see what, see what I create. Really? Yeah. How do you know when to go back to, uh, you're not listening back to six hours of audio. No, I'll make notes. Yeah. I'll make, I'll make mental notes, right? I'll make mental notes of it. Like normally, you know, I'm looking to get three or four talking points out. Yeah. And then once I do that, I'll just start hammering down and just start talking it out, trimming the fat, as I call it, getting rid of useless words that has nothing to do with the punchline. Because that's really the importance of a joke is you want to make sure you give just enough information. You don't want to give too much and you don't want to give too little. Sure. So then, but that, like generally all my jokes are when they're fresh off the press, they're too wordy. And then I put it out to the audience and the audience will let me know will let me know, yo, you need to get rid of that shit because it this does nothing for the joke. So, for example, the uh, joke about the submarine that uh, was lost, was that something you came up with on the drive up to Minneapolis? Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I, sp- I mean, it's, only, it's only the biggest thing in the news this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's not like I don't – I'm different in, in that way. It's just like uh, people lost their lives, so I'm not like cheering on their death, but right. I'm just making observations about it. But like, you know, people lost their lives and, you know, there's people that care for them and I'm not, I just know like if something happened to somebody that I knew and care about and somebody went up on stage and started roasting it, it I wouldn't laugh. So that's the pretense that I go, try to go about. Sure. I try to take, I may talk about controversial subjects, but I try to take the high road on it. Have you been taken to task by somebody fruit. where they're like, man, that was too oh, personal y- for me. Oh yeah, of course. But this is just the, the world we live in now. Just yeah. like, even if you have, even if you have a quality joke about it, but sometimes it's just the topics alone. It's just trigger words for sure. people without even ever hearing a joke. They hear one thing. They might hear something about, race and automatically they're like oh here we go here we go yeah i mean her like, i mean every time i hear a black guy said bring up race i mean i'm like come on again yeah <laughs> yeah i know but we're like 
Seriously, this is we're still being treated like this for real. <laughs> okay, I'll hear you out. Go ahead, make me laugh. Yeah. So it's you know, the last time you we were here was uh, the last time we did this. I think it was the last time we were here was uh, back in 2021, and it was like a midweek, and yeah. you were recording. I recorded my my album, Black Superman. Where is that? Uh, is that album out right now? Yeah, that out. Black Super from yeah. 2021? Yeah. Yes. It's out. You know where it's not on is the app I, I searched it on. Well, because I don't know if you noticed, uh, there's been a little bit of a beef yeah. between the comedy industry and the people that put out content. So all of my stuff has kind of disappeared. I believe maybe Spotify, you can find it, or Apple. But I'm like, going to tell you it is not on Spotify. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. And then you can't, right? You get on Apple. I, for sure, you can get on Apple, but okay. you can't, right? You can't, uh, you, like, you're not going to hear it on satellite radio or anything like that. That's all negotiation. I hope it comes back, you know, and they, they, you know, people do what's right, but just like a writer's strike, the writers are on strike and c- comics are fighting. Everybody wants to get paid. Everybody wants to capitalize society until people to cap until people start to capitalize. Then it's like, wow, slow down. <laughs> Not interesting. Slow, uh-huh. slow down with all this capitalization. You small letter KB. <laughs> Not big letter KB. Just keep knocking out the content. All right. We'll take yeah. care of the money. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh well, you have some you had a big thing come out this week. In the, yeah, la- in my, the last week. Yeah, my special was out uh on YouTube. Uh God's work. Yeah, I mean, I, li- I like Great it. I'm title. glad I put it out. Yeah, I'm glad it guys work. Uh, my buddy BT actually named it because I was running the set because I didn't get a chance to run. I felt like this was like the least prepared that I've ever been doing an album or a special because of so much. Because I was at the end of last year, I was uh, I was in Canada, as I said, doing the uh, doing the uh, this tour for uh, this. This corporate tour, so I didn't get a chance to. And you had to play it close to the vest. Sure, like I, you know, you can't really push the envelope. Like I want, and then my son's senior season started, and I wanted to make sure I was there to catch his games for his senior season. And oh, yeah. then I recorded April first, and like March, it's like when I really just booked and just got. I don't know, out of thirty-one days, I probably was on stage. 20 to 25 of those days working on the set. Wow. Getting it tight. Cramming. So, yeah, man. I mean, you know. Because once it's out there, it's there. Mm-hmm. So the universe. And I only did it. I only did one take. That's not normal. One shot, one kill, baby. Really? One shot, one kill. That's not normal at all. Yeah. Saturday. I did. It was the only time that I could squeeze it in. Because they have been asking me to do it. Helium Comedy Studios have been asking me to do it for quite a while. And I was just holding off because I just wasn't ready because I just did Black Superman and I had the material, but it wasn't polished. And then I just went, I just went straight shoe shine and just was just like every joke. It was just like, <laughs> flowing on it, just getting the jokes right. And then, uh, so yeah, but like I put it out there and uh, now One it's out there to the universe. Is there anything in there that's uh, like, what's the thing you're like, man? If there was a second take, this maybe wouldn't be in one there. One or two little things, but just not. Just maybe one or two things I might have said. Just, there's, there's isn't, there isn't even like a like nobody like uh, the yeah, audience seems to participate. As far as I saw, everybody was in it. They was in it to win it. I promoted it all month and packed it out. And uh, 
we had a, we had a really excellent turnout and everybody was was there. Like it's great when you have people that's there to see you as opposed to people that just want to come to a comedy show and they go, oh, who's this guy? Sure. But if people want to see you, they kind of know what you're about. They kind of know what your subject matter is. They kind of know how you're going to present it. And they're there for it. But if you're doing it and just doing it and no one's there to see, like they're just there to see a comedy show, it's a little different. But so, yeah, they were were there and they were with me the whole time. What a, a great great group of people that came out. And then, I mean, because I, I was definitely pushing the envelope, that entire set. And people that seen my set, a few people have let me know that they weren't happy. But I, I'm good with that. I believe, I believe, like, you know, obviously, hmm. you, of course, want people to, everybody wants, you know, everyone to love it. But if you don't love it, that's fine. It kind of lets you know you're kind of doing it right because your comedy shouldn't be for everyone. To me, that's just playing it super safe. You're not talking about anything real Yeah. if you're just staying surface. So I try to go a little bit deeper. I try to see what people's comfort zone is, and then I take that comfort zone and be like, Ah, you're a little bit more comfortable than what you think. And then I try to drag them, drag them over. It's like uh, those fourth and go plays now, those fourth and inches. Oh, they push, them, the push their butt? They push them, they push them over to the, for the first down, the touchdown. <laughs> so I try to do that with my jokes. I'm just like, come on, just, just a little bit further. We're almost there. We're almost there. Let's just, let's just go and cross, cross the line. That's, that's, that is a great analogy. That is a fantastic analogy. What was, oh, so... I have a I have a bone to pick with YouTube. When when I go to Kevin when I go to YouTube and search Kevin Bozeman, yeah, uh, special. These motherfuckers, because somebody pays buys advertising, you're not the top choice. You're second. Oh, that's bogus. Isn't that bullshit? There's something Brandon and I talked about a few weeks ago about uh, when you search things on Google too. You know, like uh, and you even put the exact name of it, and yet because somebody buys advertising, it'll pop it up. I'm not even going to give this guy uh, any no. attention, but I will say someone else's special pops up on the on the line before yours does. Yeah, Fucking, I don't. I mean, listen, YouTube, come on, listen. Shout out for them to pay for that advertising. I'm just, I'm just, it's, mine is just goodwill, baby. Just go out there and find it. If you don't see my name right away, just believe in yourself. I'm there. <laughs> believe in yourself. Just dig a little bit hard. Just search. Just, just, just scroll. I'm some, there. I'm some, there. I am there. That's very funny. So, but I would say the best way to go is uh, on YouTube. Go to Helium Comedy Studios, who recorded it. And oh, then there we go. I will be. I'll be there. I looked I'll at there. I looked at a few of the comments, and this is one that, as you're saying, like, uh, you know, having people show up that know you uh, versus like now then someone watches this on YouTube and they say, "Wow, this is very different than the Kevin I know from his Dry Bar special." Still hilarious though. Yeah, it's just it's different. Like I did Dry Bar as like a for one when I did Dry Bar, I did it right when it first came out, which is total clean comedy, filmed in Provo, Utah front of a room birth uh, a room full of mormons they had no alcohol there they served uh lemonade and candy was 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 their serving thing and i no one knew it was going to be this big i did it to show people that i could work clean 
just to diversify more my portfolio. Sure. But I know, but I always tell people this, like I'm not, I don't think I'm a clean comic. I don't think I'm a dirty comic. I just try to be a funny comic. And when you're funny, some things are funny as clean, some things as funny as dirty. But for the most part, unless it's sexual, uh, all my jokes, almost all of my jokes can be cleaned up. It's just, you know, I just prefer to present them in, in a different way. But I don't, but I don't, I don't hang my hat on being a dirty comic or an offensive comic. I just try to speak a truth and then I try to resolve the truth or the conflict within the punchline. How would you switch I always fight for blowjobs to something that'll fit on dry bar? That's just me riffing. That's just me riffing. It's, it might turn into something, it might not. But just to let people know, out in these streets, always. Yes, I yes, always yes. fight. I don't want those to ever go away. Uh, so uh, one of the last time we were here, I asked you. It was towards uh, like fantasy football was about to be happening, and I asked you something about like uh, when I draft my team, should I be worried about who's vaccinated and who's not? And you immediately were like, "No, that's ridiculous." Uh, but here, how about this year? Do we need to uh, pay attention when we're drafting our fantasy football teams on whether a player has been doing psychedelics? Because, did you see and the Aaron Rodgers interview? I know, he wants to listen. And he's like, look, knows. 2019, my stats sucked. I tripped out on ayahuasca the next season, best year ever. Listen, man, I, I think, no, I don't think you have to worry about that. I think uh, as long as everything done in moderation, like if you're doing psychedelics right before you head to the stadium, and all of a sudden you're like, I got 14 wide receivers open. <laughs> If that starts happening, they need to. Write. I got fourteen wide receivers. My, I'm throwing this ball up because my wide receiver is eight foot seven, <laughs> giant, just a giant G. Not even a person, just a giant letter G. I'm gonna throw this up. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody's got to find their balance. That's why I try to tell people with comedy, like when I say like my 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 best writing is one going to a coffee shop or a two driving and talking to myself like that's my that works for me that's where i bring out my most great creativity sure but that doesn't mean if you're an expired comment that doesn't mean that you should do it that might not be best for you so what works for aaron Rodgers may not work for patrick mahomes or may not work for joe burrow or if you're struggling maybe hey let's try psychedelics like you know maybe like maybe i will maybe i will get a little fruity and just out there and just float and just trust if it starts catching on right but like on game day please they need to advertise that put it on the ticket have it a special game yeah how, do you, even, how do you even can you test for mushrooms well, i don't even well ayahuasca for example is not against their drug policy and nor should it be so and mushroom i it, guess it's I, not enhancing you so would mushrooms be i guess i don't know it'd be like if you took a uh uh, a herbal tea. You're like, yeah, it calms me. You're like, no, nope. that's true. No, that's true. Right? If it's mm -hmm. if it's herbal in nature, you just gotta. And I, I guess people will argue about marijuana, but still, you know, you can't. Like that's that's pretty much gone now anyway. Nobody's really tested it's, for marijuana. We're a month away from it being legalized in Minnesota. My so. favorite thing is Richard Dent, former Chicago Bear, was uh was caught. Uh, doing drugs and then they warned him to get, I think he was suspended and then they came back to test him 
And then he was like, nah, I'm not taking this test. And it's like, dude, you have to take this test. We have to see if you're doing drugs. And he was like, hey, I told you I wasn't going to do it no more, so I ain't doing it no more. I'm not taking the test. And the NFL was like, all right, cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> test. They want the test. He's like, all right, I'm not taking your test. I told you I'm not going to do it anymore. Y'all told me not to do it. I ain't taking your test. I wonder, so that clearly worked for Richard Dent in the past, like, you know, where he was like, just, you know, put his foot down, like, I'm not right. doing that for you. But it's not so corporate. And plus, back then, you Love know, s- salaries, they like, yo, getting docked $100,000 is a lot, but getting docked 3.6 mil might, you know, like, I haven't take this test. That's true. That, that, I'm going to go ahead and take this test. <laughs> that's very true. Uh... I saw, by the way, uh, just c- congrats on your son getting to, he's going to play basketball in college. A little yeah, side community here. college, uh, Morton Community College. Like, so he had, that's what, another thing. Like, that's awesome. They had, my son's team uh, had like the best team in school history. They were 31 and three, and they made it to the state tournament, to the final four. In and Illinois. Right, right. And right before the state tournament, he took a bad step and tore ligaments in his foot. And I'm convinced that if he, was on the team, they would have they would have won a state championship. You'll never convince me Damn. as a as a as a parent and a person that knows basketball, as a disillusioned father and someone who knows basketball, <laughs> you put those two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you will not ever be able to tell me, well this team at no, no good sir. No good sir. I am delusional as a parent and I know the game of basketball. We win and he tried to give it a go. He tried to give it a go, but uh uh, he played two minutes, got two assists, and a t- and forced a turnover, and then had to sit out. We were averaging toward the end of the year. We were averaging like this team was averaging like eighty points a game, and then uh, in the state tournament, they scored uh, less than eighty points for both games. So he was he was a huge part of what they did because he, you know, he played the uh, power four, but he also played point two. So he would was great because he could rebound and then just push it. Yeah. Right. Turn around and go. And all we had a team full of shooters and they knew to run and he was always in attack mode. And he knew if they were open if you were open, he was getting you to rock. So I mean, whatever. It was it was a bittersweet. I'm glad that yeah. we made it to this team made it to the tournament. But I'm also know like there was there was food left on the table. Sure, there's nothing like you know what I'm saying. When you hungry and you leave food on the table, it just ooh. If you're full and there's food left on the table, you feel good about yourself. And he's he's at that age that had a weird uh, because of COVID had a weird just sports experience in general. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, you know, a few of those games. It was just you know just watching it on uh, online streaming yeah. it. Which, and I don't know if you know about high school streaming. It's not exactly going to win any uh, editing awards. <laughs> no. Yeah. But so, yeah. No, I've seen That's a little cool. bit of that. But, yeah, he's, he's still playing. He's still got love for the game. So That's he's awesome. got to play this year, and we'll see We'll see what happens, man. I mean, life is pretty good. That's awesome. Life is good. The final thing I want to uh, – I mean, so people need to uh, come out to Acme this week while, while they of can, course. while there's still tickets. Please do. Um, Watch your special. Watch my on special. YouTube. And God's then the final work. thing I want to uh, Ball Hog podcast where I give it a little attention. Ball Hog, you know, uh, I didn't record this week because I wanted the NBA draft to play out and see all the trades and stuff yep. before I make comments. So it'll probably be out Monday. Nice. That podcast will be out Monday, but it's there, you know. And then I, I, uh, I, uh, 
will crank out my podcast every week, especially during the football season, because I love, I bring in special guests. A lot of your Minnesota peoples, uh, Chad Daniels, Pete Lee come out as special guests. Roy Wood Jr., the special guest, and they help me handicap. But I'm telling you this, for any other gamblers, I'm telling you this. Regardless of how you feel about the Chicago Bears, take the over on their games because there's going to be a lot of point scoring. They have a dynamic offense and a less than dynamic defense. I'm not telling you what their record's going to be. I'm not going to, you know, ruffle feathers or whatever. Like, we're going to kill everybody in the seat north. I'm just telling you, it's going to be a lot of point scored. Lots. You heard it here. Yeah. And if you win uh, money betting on that, uh, let us know. You don't even, listen, if you win money, just tell people to listen to my podcast. There That's you go. it. There you go. That's it. There you go. I'm giving this information out. Podcasting is th- more therapeutic than anything. You know, I get to get my thoughts out. Even like I love doing this podcast with you. But every time I do a show, I'm always at the discretion of the person that's hosting the show. Sure. Right? But with me, I could just talk about whatever it is I want to talk about. And I don't have any guests. That's why it's called the ball hawk. Wait a minute. You told me to bring all this stuff up. Why are you lying to the listeners? (laughs) You wrote all this stuff on this paper. That is not (laughs) true at all. I say no good, sir. I mean, your writing's decent, but I mean, I kind of had to fill in the blanks. Oh, buddy, if I was was giving you that, I would be texting. My my writing is gibberish at best. Fair enough. So, yeah. Thank you very much for doing this. I got to run out of here and go. uh, I know what you got to do. Got to go sell some. I know what you got to do. I got to go sell some beers to Taylor Swift mom fans. Mom, Taylor Swift fans, they're moms. That's what I meant to say. Tell her her to come through and do a guest set. (laughs) (laughs) Doors open. Doors open. I'll let her on. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to No Laugh Track Podcast. The show with a new comedian headliner every single week with me, the host, Justin Severson. The show is produced in the heart of Minneapolis' North Loop neighborhood at the legendary Acme Comedy Club. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Podbean, and watch the video version on our official No Laugh Track YouTube channel. Wherever you are enjoying the pod, remember, drop a like, leave a review, and please tell your friends about the show. And most importantly, come to Acme and see my show in person.